we have a new Supreme Court justice. And it's been a slow news week. So I've decided we're going to go over last week's debate, Thursday's debate. Um, and I took my time and I actually pulled some, actually pulled some uh, audio. It was a great debate. Trump did a great job. So let's talk about it. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. All right. So we have a new Supreme Court justice. Amy Coney Barrett is now Justice Barrett. She was confirmed to the Supreme Court by the Senate by a tally of 52 to 48, strictly along party lines. Um, I guess we're not going to have any, you know, friendly bipartisan votes anymore. Uh, when it comes to Republicans, they're going to just try and get rid of these Supreme Court justices. Now, the good news is the Supreme Court does have a kind of conservative makeup of six to three. Um, now, we, we got to be careful. Uh, right now, Clarence Thomas, uh, Justice Thomas and Justice Alito are the conservatives on the court. Um uh, Gorsuch leans conservative. Uh, Roberts seems like he's actually middle middle left. He does not seem like he is that conservative. Uh, we'll have to see where Barrett falls into line. Of course, um, I think it's Souter. I think Souter, uh, Mayor and Kagan, they're left-wingers, so that's not going to be the same. Uh, but we'll have to see what's going to happen. She's already wearing the uh, outfit. She's already starting to work because I guess in day after tomorrow, they actually do have to rule on an Obamacare uh, deal. But we'll have to see. The Democrats are flipping out. Um, she was just confirmed. We'll have to actually look and see what they say. Uh, so far, what we have is Chuck Schumer said that the Republicans will rue the day that they did this, even though it's been done like 19 out of 29 times in the last 150 years. So this wasn't a deal. AOC simply treated, uh, tweeted, packed the court. I think it's easy to say that AOC is actually the leader of the Democratic Party. Um, there has been some discussion that AOC is actually going to go after Chuck Schumer's job. Um, and she'll get it, because she's a moron. Uh, Maisie Hirono said, during the vote, loud enough for everyone to hear, hell no. She actually walked up to the uh, tally keeper and said, hell no, and walked out. And that's the Democrats. They, th they throw absolute temper tantrums. It's disgusting. It's actually really childish. And I don't understand why people think this is a way to be. Now, Maisie Hirono is no genius by any stretch of the imagination. I don't know how she wakes up in the morning without falling and hitting her head. But I, this is just temper tantrum after temper tantrum with these freaking leftists. I don't get it. But I think the only really great story out there is the debate last Thursday. Um, I wasn't even going to do this. I'm just going to post it. But the debate was something that had some impact. Um, Trump did a great job. He won the debate. It was easy to win. So what we're going to do is we're going to go over how everyone did, how Biden did, how uh, Trump did, how Kristen Welker, the uh, moderator, did. Uh, and 
And then we're going to go over some of the sound bites that really, I say Trump won. I say Trump won by a lot. I don't think it was even close. And I think we're going to listen to some sound bites about some arguments just to show you. Um, first off, so as far as how Trump did, um, he was patient. He let Joe talk. That was great. He took notes and he responded and he responded forcefully, strongly. Um, he did have to struggle with Welker a little bit because she kept trying to cut him off. It seemed like that is the theory of the night from now on is that Republicans aren't going to be able to talk. The longest portion of the debate was about COVID. I, I don't know about anyone else. I'm getting tired of hearing about COVID. And we're going to go over COVID a little later. But President Trump was, again, positive. Biden, again, was negative. Trump was, we're going, we're turning the corner. We're getting better. It's, it's going away. We're going to be fine. We need to open our economy. And Biden was, we're all going to die. And this is not a, and Biden's already said he, he'd close the economy if one bureaucrat decided to go out there and say, hey, we need to close the economy. So it was, it's the difference between, this was a stark difference between the two. One is very positive. Trump is very positive. And Biden's just very negative. It's always how bad everything is. Uh, Trump jumped on every lie that Biden threw out and every inconsistency. And there were a ton of them. There were a ton of them. And the, one of the things I liked about the moderator, she did not actually get in the way as much. When Trump started going off, basically Trump would talk, or basically Biden would talk for two minutes and then Trump would just tear him apart and then the moderator would jump in. But she let Trump, even Trump even thanked her in the middle of, I'm going to bring up the moderator later, but Trump was really fighting it. Uh, Trump had his zingers, of course, and Biden couldn't answer. He, we're going to talk about what Biden did. Trump did bring up Hunter very gracefully. By the way, sort of gracefully. I mean, he wasn't exactly great. He's not graceful. Trump is not a graceful guy. Um, he made a mistake on some things uh, when it comes to Bi with comes to Hunter Biden. But the thing is, uh, well, right now, the emails, everything's been notarized. Everything has been confirmed. So that laptop was Hunter Biden's. All those emails were confirmed. Uh, the pictures were confirmed. The FBI is investigating um, Hunter Biden having sex with a 15-year-old that is in the, um, that was on the laptop. Um, Steve Bannon, who I think is a piece of shit, don't get me wrong, he's a pro-Trump guy, but he's a piece of crap, uh, actually posted every all the pictures on a website, a Chinese website, a pro-democracy uh, pro Chinese website, and everything's available. Don't look at it. Don't go. They're not great pictures. I, I did look, but they are really disgusting. Um. So, But he brought it up because the moderator wasn't going to bring it up. He brought it up, and he didn't overdo it. That's the good news. He brought it up, I think, once, and then he brought up corruption with China once. But he didn't keep beating on that dead horse, and that's good. Um, and he did this all night. He brought, the, he brought into the debate what he wanted to convey because the moderator was not doing it. it was, it's always about COVID and the environment and bullshit like that. 
And he brought everything out there. He brought in his foreign policy. He brought in the economy. He brought everything up. Um, and I, these are just things that really are big for Donald Trump. By the way, the, the foreign policy, scoring again. Sudan is now organizing a peace treaty with a normalization treaty with Israel. That was announced on uh, this weekend. So Trump is doing things with foreign policy, and we can't forget his economy was fantastic before this COVID, and it's far better now than we thought it was going to be. Matter of fact, this is one of the reasons why I believe that in-person voting is such a big deal, because we're going to have October's jobs report before the election, and if Trump gets it to 7%, it's at 7.8% unemployment right now. If he gets it to 7, I don't think he will. But if he gets it to 7 or even under 7, this is a huge boost. So let's go with Biden. Biden looked really, really old, really, really tired. He did not look like... Now, he was... He had a lid for four days. So he was not on the campaign trail for four days. And because he's preparing for the debate, he did not look prepared. He did not look good. Though he didn't have any serious gaffes, like he didn't say something stupid, like I like bunnies or some crap like that, he did stumble a lot and he did ramble a lot. Um, Trump let him for the most part. Maybe threw out a little comment here and there, but that, that was good. But Biden's body language was really bad. When he doesn't know what to say or got caught, he looks down, he looks up, he giggles, he laughs. He, he looked at his watch once at the end of the debate because he'd had enough. He was losing it. He was getting tired. Many people who observed the debate even pointed this out, saying, why was he looking at his watch? Is there something more important you have to do? It was really, really weird. And then there's something that Biden does, did, does a lot when he has no answer. Besides look up, look down, turn away, laugh. He does this thing. Um, listen to this uh, compilation clip, uh, clip from Grabian. And let's see if you can figure out what I'm talking about. Don't worry. It's all going to be over soon. Come on. Learning to live with it. Come on. Not that many of you are going to die, so don't worry about it. So don't worry about it. Come on. I know how to game the system. Come on. Come on, folks. And we had a good relationship with Hitler before he, in fact, invaded Europe, the rest of Europe. Come on. Is lecturing me on Social Security and Medicare? Come on. Let him go bankrupt. Come on. I told him to stand down and stand ready. Come on. Okay, this is what Biden does. Whenever he's confused, whenever he's lost, whenever he, he doesn't really have an answer, he makes a statement that may or may not be true. For example, we were never friends with Hitler. That's an absolute lie. The United States hated Hitler. He says, come on, come on. And the reality is, some of the things that he said, basically, we're going to have 200,000 more COVID deaths before the end of the year. C 
come on, Joe. That's not true. He said come on about nine times. He doesn't have an answer. I do want to point out... Yeah, okay. There I did. Um, Biden also said things that were go, are going to be used in future political ads and have already been used in political ads. We're going to go over that when we actually talk about the, um, when we go into the video clips, audio clips, because one of them might have actually cost him Pennsylvania. He might have just lost Pennsylvania because of it, because the Pennsylvania news agency is asking him about his comments and he's refusing to answer. And my understanding is he might be on a lid right now. He may be off the campaign trail again until the election. Because yesterday, he was in Pennsylvania, and he got absolutely creamed. Now, mind you, he's in Pennsylvania for a reason. He's in Pennsylvania because it's literally five minutes from his house in Delaware. Kamala Harris has not been on the campaign trail. She has not taken a press conference. And she's creepy. She's got that weird-ass laugh. Um, I think the Trump administration may have him. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But now let's talk about the moderator. The moderator was Kristen Welker. And she is a registered Democrat. She is a leftist. Um, she ha she preloaded questions before... She has preloaded questions to Democrat opponents before interviews that she takes. They've been caught. She's... I don't know if she's a Donna Brazil type, but she's up there. Um... Her questions were questions that were going to be leading to Biden and aggressive towards Trump, which you can expect. But I did think she did a good job. She was making some cover for Biden. She did cut off Trump a lot, especially when he started hitting Biden, which was all night. I also didn't like the questions she gave up. Um, they were the same in the last debate, COVID, the environment, etc., now, what she didn't do was say, are you going to uh, reject white supremacy? She didn't say that. That was good. I was happy with that. There were topics that were never brought up once again that would have made Trump look really good. Welker also, what was missing in the conversation was something. Uh, Biden was not asked to condemn Antifa. Uh, Welker never brought up Hunter and possible corruption against Biden himself. Trump had to bring it up. The economy was not a big subject. Trump had to bring it up. Foreign policy, by far tr Trump's strongest efforts, was mentioned for a while. I didn't hear anything about the historic peace deal between Israel, Bahrain, and the UAE. That wasn't brought up, and that's tragic. I think Trump should have brought it up. But here's the thing. I think Kristen Welker did a better job than Chris Wallace did. I think he did. Uh, she did a pretty fine job. Now we come to the fun part. Let's talk about the issues. There were a bunch of exchanges between Trump and Biden that really show the difference between the two. These exchanges were all very calm. Trump did not interrupt, did not talk over Biden. For the most part, he didn't. In fact, it sounded like the moderator did most of the interrupting, and it was always, she was always interrupting Trump himself. The first topic, of course, was COVID-19. 
because we just haven't talked about the virus enough. And it is one of those things Democrats can beat Trump on, uh, even though I don't really think they can beat Trump on him, on it at all anymore. Uh, they really have nothing else. So listen to this. All he does is talk about shutdowns, but forget about him. Democrats, Democrats all, they're shut down so tight and they're dying. We're not going to shut down and we have to open our schools. People are losing their jobs. They're committing suicide. There's depression, alcohol, drugs at a level that nobody's ever seen before. There's abuse, tremendous abuse. We have to open our country. You know, I've said it often. The cure cannot be worse than the problem itself. And that's what's happening. And he wants to close down. He'll close down the country if one person in our in our massive bureaucracy says we should close it down. Trump is exactly correct here. We keep hearing about the number of cases going up. We are spiking again. So people are getting are getting capturing, getting the virus. Um, This is not a surprise because we're beginning to open the country a little bit. Um, He also is correct when he says that people are suffering because they are stuck at home. Um, Abuse is way up. Suicides are way up. Drug use is way up. Um, This is happening. Kids are getting fatter because they're not doing anything. There were some things that Trump should have brought up or at least hammered it a little bit more. Uh, Though we're spiking in this country, and by the way, things are... Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Our death rates are way down by like, I think it's around 800%. So people are not dying of this. In fact, we are now 20th in the world when it comes to COVID death rates. We have the therapeutics and are close to a vaccine. We understand this virus a lot more than we did in the past. And this is something he really should have brought up because I I don't want to hear about cases going up. Cases don't mean anything if the person survives because yes, cases, yes, if you catch COVID, but you're not going to die. It's, it's really not that big of a deal that you caught COVID. As a matter of fact, it's a good thing you caught COVID because it means you're immune. Um, The states with the heaviest death rates are all blue states, New York, Michigan, New Jersey, Washington, DC, which is a territory, not a state and Illinois are all the highest in the country. Um, Why can't they point that out? Trump has never done, he didn't bring the, um, he did not take over, he didn't mandate anything. He did work with companies to get everything. Um, Those states that actually killed more people were because of bad governance in the state. Or in the case of New York City, the city. Or in the case of Washington, D.C., the city. Every time Biden says Trump isn't fixing the problem, he needs to point out that Biden's plan, Trump should point out that Biden's plan is the same as Trump's plan, only done later. And I would like to see Trump actually ask Biden one day, what would you have done differently? That's what I would like to hear. I guarantee you that... Biden will start blah, 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 because he's not going to have an answer. By the way, is it Trump's fault that they're not just spiking in this country? They're spiking in Italy, Germany, Spain, England, and Brazil? Is that all Trump's fault too? Hell, New Zealand is spiking, and New Zealand has more sheep than people. It's stupid. 
Um, there are countries whose rates are fi far higher than the United States, whose death rates are far higher than the United States. No one knew how to deal with this thing. There was no leadership, no government in the world that knew how to deal with this. I think Trump did a pretty damn good job. Yes, he was loose with his language, but that does not mean he didn't do a good job. The next topic is about corruption. So listen to this one. I was put through a phony witch hunt for three years. It started before I even got elected. They spied on my campaign. No president should ever have to go through what I went through. Let me just say this. Mueller and 18 angry Democrats and FBI agents all over the place spent $48 million. They went through everything I had, including my tax returns, and they found absolutely no collusion and nothing wrong. $48 million. I guarantee you, if I spent $1 million on you, Joe, I could find plenty wrong. Because right. the kind of things that you've done and the kind of monies that your family has taken, I mean, your brother made money in Iraq, me... millions of dollars. Your other brother made a fortune. And it's all through you, Joe. And they say you get some of it. And you do live very well. You have houses all over the place. There were some awesome points here. Um, it seems that everyone has forgotten about Russia, Ukraine, and the impeachment, which happened in January of this year. And all of it was bullshit. It was crap. And no one talks about that. Can you believe it was this year? He was impeached in January of this year. Everyone is ignoring the Russian disinformation from the Steele dossier, which actually started the whole Russian investigation that Trump said cost $48 million. That's absolutely true. That was actual Russia disinformation, and that came from Mueller, who is not a fan of Trump. Everyone is forgetting or ignoring that Ob the Obama administration did spy on the incoming Trump administration. This is real. And Biden had a hand on it with the unmasking of Michael Flynn, General Michael Flynn. This whole thing, all this stuff happened. It's confirmed. People are looking at going to jail over this. They won't, but that's what it's looking at. They should. He pointed out that Biden was corrupt and made a lot of money on it, on his corruption. Biden is worth $9 million and owns two homes. With a salary of 170000 his wife makes about 250000 That doesn't make clear where he got the other millions of dollars and where he could afford homes and things like that. Now, he's a politician, and politicians do get perks. They do. They do. I mean, he could buy a home for, like, practically no... Per, the percentage rate will be lower. That's just how it works with politics. But that doesn't mean anything. I mean, that's still kind of a corruption, but you're worth $9 million at $170,000 a year salary? Hmm. Makes you wonder. I, I thought this was clever. Hidden in that whole thing, Trump had mentioned during the Russia probe that his tax returns were actually looked at and were cleared. I think this is very interesting. That was a very clever thing to do because that. what do the Democrats talk about? They talk about his corruption with Russia, 
They talk about his response for um, response with COVID, and they talk about the fact that he won't release his tax records. He's made very clear why he won't release his tax records, because he's under audit, and this is not the time to release tax records. Um, but his tax records were looked at, and the FBI didn't find anything wrong with him. Finally, you notice the moderator started interrupting Trump? She did this all night. This really annoyed the crap out of me. I didn't like it. So, um, Trump also, in, the ne in this next clip, Trump really shows the contrast between him and Biden. Uh, and it's kind of an important contrast. Trust. Uh, listen. He doesn't want to talk about the, the, the substantive issues. It's not about his family and my family. It's about your family. And your family's hurting badly. If you're making less than, if you're a middle-class family, you're getting hurt badly right now. That's a typical political statement. Let's get off this China thing. And then he looks, the family, around the table, everything. Just right. a typical politician when I see that. Let's talk I'm about not North a typical Korea politician. Okay, That's President why I got elected. Fact check, true. I hate when politicians do this. I even commented a couple of times about it. They reach deep inside themselves and reach for the emotions of the viewers. And Trump was right. He was talking about China and Hunter Biden and scandal. And he went off on a tangent about people dying in their homes and being afraid for themselves. Trump's response was perfect. It, it's, it just shows that this is a, a career politician, and it shows the contrast that Trump is not a politician. In the 80s, we passed 100%, all 100 senators voted for it, a bill on drugs and how to deal with drugs. It was a mistake. I've been trying to change the sense, and particularly the portion on cocaine. That's why I've been arguing that, in fact, we should not send anyone to jail for a pure drug offense. They should be going into treatment. Why didn't you do it in the eight years, a short time ago? Why didn't you do it? You just said, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. You put tens because of thousands of mostly black young men in prison. Now you're saying you're going to get, you're going to undo that. Why didn't you get it done? You had eight years with Obama. Because you know why, Joe? Because you're all talk and no action. All right, Vice President because Biden, and then we're going to move on to the next section. We had a Republican Congress. Absolutely correct. Joe Biden was a senator for 39 years and vice president for eight years. The only thing he's ever done was that 1994 crime bill. This was not a terrible bill. I, I, I'll be honest with you. It did lower crime. But because most people were thrown in jail over it were uh, people of color, Joe needs to admit it's a mistake or lose the left. Lose the Bernie bros. And this is where Trump smashes him. First off, he points out that he's done nothing while he was in office. Then he points out that the only accomplishment Joe has ever had was a huge mistake admitted by Joe. Then Trump points out that he always talks about what he's going to do. But Joe has had the chance to fix things in the past, and he never did. The all-talk, no-action comment was the crescendo to Trump's little symphony. It was absolutely fantastic. The last comment by old Joe may have cost him the election. Listen. 
Would you close Big down the oil industry? Way, I would transition from the oil industry, yes. Oh, I would that's a big statement. It is a big statement. That's a because big statement. I would stop. Why would you do that? Because the oil industry pollutes significantly. Oh, I see. Here's the deal. But that's you can't a big do statement. That. Well, if you let me finish the statement, because it has to be replaced by renewable energy over time, over time. And I'd stop giving to the oil industry. I'd stop giving them federal subsidies. He won't give federal subsidies to the to the gas. Excuse me, to the to uh, solar and wind. Yeah. Why are we giving it to oil industry? We actually do All give right. it to solar and wind. We and that's maybe the biggest question. statement in terms of business. That's the biggest statement. Okay. Because basically, what he's saying question. is he is Mr. going President. to destroy the oil industry. Okay. Will you remember that, Texas? Will you okay. remember that, Pennsylvania, Oklahoma? Vice President Biden, let me give you 10 seconds to respond, Ohio. and then I have to get to the final question. Vice President Biden. He takes everything out of context. What a disaster for Biden. He finally admitted he wants to end fracking and oil, probably coal too. I don't know why this is a great big mystery with people. He's been saying that for years. He's been saying that since the Obama administration. He wants to end subsidies. Ben Shapiro had a great reason why the oil industry receives subsidies, and it had to do to provide cheap energy to poor people. So if you're living with no money, you can't afford to keep yourself warm during the cold Pennsylvania winters, the oil industry would get subsidies so they could provide poor people in the cold winter with energy so they could keep warm in Pennsylvania. This was an absolute killer. Joe's comments were so damaging that the, even the moderator, if you heard her, jumped in and tried to get him to walk back his statement, asking, why would you do that? She actually tried to save Biden further by interrupting Trump, trying to move on to the next question, and giving Biden the last words for 10 seconds at the end. But Trump got his shots in. It was done. And he pointed out to states, specific states, hey, this is what he wants to do. This is what he wants to do. And we're finally energy independent. And this guy wants to end it all. Trump Trump, uh, showed a lot of restraint. He let Biden talk. And the moderator, though biased, was pretty fair. Trump destroyed Biden in the debate. There's no question about it. But is it going to have any effect on the election? Probably not much. A lot of people have already voted. The polls are showing that Trump did gain ground. Right now, the polls show that things are exactly the way they were in 2016. I do believe there is a secret Trump crowd out there and that they do lie to pollsters or just don't get interviewed because pollsters are also a tad bit biased. I also don't like polls in the last few weeks of an election because they tend to be inaccurate because of bias. They, they tend to pick one party being stronger than another party. I think Trump is, I don't know if he's going to win, but I think Trump is in a really good position to actually take this election. So there's always a dumb issue of the night that has Twitter like blowing up. And here it is. Now, I want you to listen to this and just tell me what's wrong or 
think to yourself, you can't tell me anything, but think to yourself, what is actually wrong with this statement? President, your administration separated children from their parents at the border, at least 4,000 kids. You've since reversed your zero tolerance policy, but the United States can't locate the parents of more than 500 children. So how will these families ever be reunited? Children are brought here by coyotes and lots of bad people, cartels, and they're brought here and they used to use them to get into our country. We now have as strong a border as we've ever had. We're over 400 miles of brand new wall. You see the numbers and we let people in, but they have to come in legally and they come in through. But America. how will you reunite these just tell kids you, with their families, let me just tell you, Mr. President? They built cages. You know, they used to say, I built the cages. And then they had a picture in a certain newspaper and it was a picture of these horrible cages and they said look at these cages president trump built them and then it was determined they were built in 2014 that was him do you they have a plan cages. to reunite the kids yes we're working families? on it very we're, we're trying very hard but a lot of these kids come out without the parents they come over through cartels and through coyotes and through gangs now overall there's nothing in the exchange that was really bizarre trump always believed in strong border security no one and one of the reasons is because of the victimization of those who cross. There are about 536 children that cannot be reunited with their parents. There are two reasons why. The parents can't be found or the parents don't want to reunite. They want the kids to stay in the United States. Their parents... So this is not a thing. But here's where the controversy started. It was with the term coyote. That Trump used. Um, now, just to give you a little hint, a coyote is a guy who typically belongs to a criminal organization that leads uh, people across the border illegally. It's actually a guy. It's not the four-legged dog-slash-wolf kind of animal. But, nope, the leftists on Twitter, they, oh, they weren't going to have any of it. Listen to some of these idiots. Some guy named Carlos. These are all blue checkmark people. Most of them actors in the entertainment industry. One of them's a state senator. Sat back. Carlos tweeted, since when do coyotes start bringing kids over here? Um, forever. It's, as a matter of fact, they just started. They started this when the border was closed. There's Fraser actor, Fraser actress, Perry Gilpin tweeted, the ch children are brought here by coyotes? Then there's a newspaper person, news person, Nicole Schumann. She said, what does children, what does children are brought here by coyotes mean? This is a news person. She doesn't know what a coyote is? Here's another one. There was a couple of responses. Uh, so Tennessee Titans fullback, uh, Carrie Langings game said, I thought I was tripping when I heard that. Uh, because he was he was responding to some other guy who said, children are brought here by coyotes. WTF Donald Trump. My God, these people are so stupid. Actor and producer Sandil Ramurthy, never heard of it. I probably will never see any of his films. Hot damn. Coyotes are so much smarter and capable than I ever gave them credit for. I apologize for underestimating you. Georgia State Representative Darshan Kendrick wrote, Did at real 
Donald Trump just say 545 kids they can't find their parents for came over through cartels and coyotes? How the hell does a coyote bring a whole human across the border? Lord, stop talking. Do you realize when you hate a man so much that you don't think and you sound this stupid, how much credibility do you lose? The last one was a state representative. And then we wonder why governments suck. Because they're run by idiots. So, I don't know. This was just really, really dumb. I had to bring it up because it was so dumb. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at RunninFool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-O-L. You can download or listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addicts, Stitcher, and YouTube. Uh, visit my website at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. All the audio, video, links will be there. Any graphics. Uh, this is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. <laughs>